the more they realized what was missing from their systems oh, and no. realized, oh, we have a bunch of like one-off cases, right? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Janky to the Max podcast, where we talk about awesome creators to with about oh gosh i messed up again this is the second time this is not good <laughs> anyways today we have a uh, roll call who is an automate business automation expert he knows a ton about all that stuff um glad glad you could have you on the show mm. it's great to be here thank you for uh for having me oh no the, the, so glad so tell us your story tell us what you do um yeah what you work in that sort of thing sure yeah so um, you know, in terms of the story, um, uh, where do I start? So, uh, I used to, you know, used to have a job. I used to work at like, um, uh, a, a hardware store. Right. Mm. And, uh, while I was there, I, uh, I don't know how I, I, I did it, but I stumbled into like, um, uh, you know, starting a company with a, a friend of mine. Uh, and we did like, uh, SEO, right. SEO okay. and, and Facebook ads, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I grew that grew that for a while, um, and then um, while that was growing, I started another company with um, another colleague of mine. Um, we did social media like uh, management, right? All right. Cool. Um, and uh, I, I eventually sold the um, the SEO company, and um, I sold the um, social media management company to the the, the, the other co-founder. Right. And uh, basically what we did at that company is, um, you know, I don't know if you're aware of this on social media, but people talk about the problems they have. Right. Whether it's a business or a, a consumer standpoint. Mm-hmm. And you could uh, identify those particular problems and then sell them things. Right. So they're called right. early stage buying signals. Oh, but nice. I had a bunch of customers uh, or potential customers at the time that couldn't afford our services. Right. So once I sold the company, they reached out to me and started asking about like, you know, coming on to consult with their business. So I started doing like marketing consulting, which um, you know, given their bandwidth, their dollar bandwidth, mm-hmm. they would uh, uh, want to do like you know, let, let's let's do a lot for very cheap. So uh, marketing automation was kind of a no-brainer, right? Right. Uh, and then from there, we looked at, oh, if you could do this with our with my marketing, can you do this with my sales? Sure. Yeah, we could do that. We can automate that. And then it's like, oh well, if you could do this with my sales, can you do this with some of the post-sale stuff, like invoicing or like you know data entries? Like, oh yeah, okay, cool. And then you know we started automating more of their operations, and then uh, started getting sent other other customers, right? And pretty soon I realized like there's no there's no possible way me as a consultant could do uh, all of this work, right? Right. And, and still have a weekend. So I decided, okay, well, let's let's make a company out of it. So I grabbed a co-founder, right? We started bringing on larger and larger projects, and it kind of went from there. Wow, that is quite the story. So it's like starting by like necessity. I love this. Yeah, like it, it was it was obvious, like you know, during the the again with smaller companies during the marketing automation, like uh, you know, if you're a one or two people company, right? Like you definitely know that. I, you don't have time for a lot of things, but a lot mm-hmm. of things you're doing are, are necessary, but they don't lead to more sales or delivering, yeah. you know, more value to your customers. So mm-hmm. like they should be, you know, subbed out to, you know, someone who's going to take a lower, lower pay than you. But if you don't, if you're, if you're just starting out with, you know, low capital, mm-hmm. then you can't do that. So automation is the only way to go. Yeah. 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 Because if you, if you can automate away like a position, then that means that you'll save so much more money annually. Yeah, that, that is really cool. So, uh, so you, you start you start this company. You work with clients. Um, like, kind of, kind of. What's your process? As in, like, if if we get a client, kind of thing. Yeah, like so. Say, um, you know, say, uh, uh, I don't. A sales company say they're like, oh hey, um, or maybe maybe a sales company is bad, or maybe a manufacturing. Maybe they manufacture, um, say, circuit boards or whatever. What 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 would you be your process um, and like um, like onboarding? Like I assume you, you what establish what what tasks they have, 
establish their process? Like, how, how do you go about that? Yeah, so it, it, um, I'll break, the, break this down in a couple of different ways, right? In essence, you know, like we're, we make software, you know, technically mm-hmm. it's middleware. The problem is, you know, the way most software companies approach, um, you know, uh, solutions mm-hmm. is that, or, or, you know, or approach sales like, okay, well, what do you, what do you want us to build? Right. And if, if I'm being honest, if the customer knew that they'd, you know, then go to <laughs> like an outsource company in India and right. like, great, here, build us this and pay, you know, pennies on the dollar. Right. Right. Um, so what we do instead is like we we spend a lot of time focusing on their systems and their processes uh, and understanding those and then um, optimizing those yes. before we even go into like the, the actual development of the software. Right. Um, like a, a lot of companies want to go into automation and, you know, we want to auto- automate this step right. or, or this this process. But when we looked at the process, like there's critical flaws. And mm-hmm. right now they want to automate it because they're spending a lot of time on that process. But what's going to happen is after we automate it, they're going to spend a lot of time dealing with the problems of that process. Right. right? So let's uh, let's look at it like this. If you have, um, I don't know, if you're making cars and one in five cars is broken by the time it ends at the assembly line, it doesn't matter if we make more cars. Right. We're going to spend a lot of time fixing the broken one. That's a good way to look at it. That's a useful example. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll spend a lot of time understanding their systems, optimizing their systems, making sure their systems work so that they don't have broken cars at the, of their, at the end of their assembly line. Yeah. Then we can automate those. So then, great. Okay, if you know five out of five cars are perfect by the, the end of the assembly line, now the question is how fast can we run the assembly line? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? That, that, yeah, Which is what automation does. That is – yeah. So you're, you're essentially you're, – you're listening more. You're listening to the needs. You're listening to the uh, what how the company's actually working instead of just being like, uh, um, instead of just you know, I don't know, going and producing their code. You're actually going through and figuring out, okay, like why, why, what, what am I doing, and why am I, why are we doing it this way, and how can we, you know, make a more accurate, efficient, better system instead of just uh, yes. So let's say, let's look at it like this, like, and we're not always uh, looking at how they're doing it, right? Um, you know, because if if they're doing it well now, then automating should be very easy, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're we're looking at what they want to accomplish. Now, the thing is, um, when a business system is built well, there's not much difference between how company X does it and how company Y does it. Right. For example, like invoicing. Right. If you're a product-based company, right, you sell products mm-hmm. to, you know, let's say businesses. Invoicing is very simple. Every product sold goes on the invoice. Right. Right. Like it's right. obvious. Yeah. Right? yeah. So it doesn't matter if you sell, you know, you know, wires or if you sell, you know, car parts or whatever. If you're a B two B business that sells products, mm-hmm. your invoices, will, your invoice system should always be the same right right? and so if if we look at a company and you know they're having they're looking to automate whatever process right great you know there there is a ideal way to do that process with minimal you know if any errors right and we'll bring you from where you are to that process right or or we'll we'll we'll, we'll, uh, document and and show you how that's done Mm -hmm. right so during the design process you'll get a lot of value then we look at automating Right. So then, great. Now that your systems are perfect, let's automate them so the systems can go faster. Okay. Interesting. Wow. That sounds so useful. Why? The the problem is. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Okay. So the 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 way the problem is, businesses often like you know think their processes are good. This is this is how we do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And if if we built whatever they they would tell us, we would have. You know, really, really fast assembly line with a lot of broken cars at the end. Yeah. So we, we can't do what the customer wants every time. Right. So basically, you're trying to break the paradigm that they already have. And yeah, exactly. Right. So we, we need to get them off of what they're currently doing to doing it a different, slightly different way or, you know, with slightly more steps, right, or, or different steps 
um, we need to get them off of that onto something else, then automate that something else. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, that... Yeah, it's like a couple of companies I've worked at use like lean manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, and Lovely. when they introduced that, that was like that required like a big change and change in the way that we did things to make things way more efficient. Yeah, I always find that one weird. So you know, I have a bit of a background in lean manufacturing. My my father teaches it at a university, taught Whoa. it at a university. Whoa, that's actually, pretty cool. He was, <laughs> he was actually there during the development of of the Kaizen method uh, with Toyota in like the, you know, 70s, 80s. Really? That's amazing. Yeah, like, if you, he, he's mentioned, I think it's in the, the, the book, The Toyota Way. He's mentioned in that book. Oh, right? so, that's, so that's the thing, awesome. the thing, the thing to know about lean is that it's not new. This is, this mm-hmm. is, you know, this is not a revolutionary thing. If it's not done lean, you're already losing right Mm -hmm. and and lean can be done without automation right and so if they're having troubles moving to lean like that that company is going to have some serious problems yeah Mm. because no no assembly no business period can operate in a non-lean fashion they won't be around long enough right right that that's the problem with big businesses is that when they get big they have a lot of bureaucracy and they you know they aren't able to yeah yeah. Yeah. Well, a big business won't innovate fast enough to keep itself alive, mm-hmm. right? Or unless they do something, right? right. So a, a company that does this very well is uh, into it. Oh, right? I, for, I, for, I so I actually so I read the book on lean. Like I think it was just called like lean or something. Um, lean startup. Yeah, yeah, lean startup. And I think they 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 had that example. That was so good. Yeah. Did I cut out? Uh, I I think maybe. You cut out there so, again. So yeah, I mean, Intuit does a very good job of having, you know, um, a lean approach to innovation, right? Mm-hmm. And then of course Toyota does a, a, a very good job of um, taking the lean approach to their actual manufacturing. Mm-hmm. But the the problem is when people think, oh, we'll implement lean, they think they add another step in their process, right? right? And like, oh, you know, it's now this person's responsibility to manage the lean stuff. And it's like, no, 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 your whole company has to be on board. Like if, if you go to a company and you say, okay, who's in charge of your, you know, or, or, you know, how, yeah, who's, who's responsible for process improvements. And they go, oh, our process improvement team, like leave that company. (laughs) Like you're, you're done with them. If if it's one team's responsibility to improve the company, that company's <laughs> fucked. Yeah, yeah. True story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so actually, yeah, I heard a good word. I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but when a company, when they like lean or when like whatever fad, when when there's like some terminal, there's some methodology or something that you know, is, you know, everyone seems to be doing, and they just they replicate just the exterior, not the why. It's called a cargo cult. But okay. That, that's the official word for it. And it's based off of this, uh, like in the Philippines or World War Two, there were like these isolated tribes. They got contact with people with what? Well, not not, not people, um, but with uh, you know with modern technology. And but then all of a sudden they left, right? Because you know it's World War Two and the Japanese moved out. Um, and so they they try to bring them back through building runways through marching like the soldiers and they thought that if they did everything like how the you know the um, the technologically advanced people did it then they'd bring them back and so companies that um have this idea that oh if i just you know adopt a few small principles but don't change anything core then you know i'll be magically successful right you know it's funny you know there's a good business uh, example of this um, I don't remember the name of the company, but I remember the name of the company that tried to like imitate it. I think it was like Coldstone Creamery or something. So there was, um, you know, a, a, a franchise, some ice cream franchise, right? And employees would sing while they're, you know, putting your ice ice cream together. Sing, right? Sing, yeah, yeah. And you know, it was because uh, you know it's a good place to work, and someone started doing it, and then they all kind of jumped in as like this meme thing, mm-hmm. and then customers started liking it. So management really encouraged it, and like you know, oh, you know, great job, job singing while doing your, you know, your ice cream. Started giving bonuses on it, and like it became a part of the company culture. 
mm-hmm. right? But it was just tested, and then oh, this works, so let's you know implement some more, and they got buy-in, right? Right. And then um, a management consultant came in on, on uh, you know saw this and was working with Coldstone Creamery, and said, oh, you know what? This other company is getting good, really good results when they sing to their employees. <laughs> so let's make that a thing. And so, like, suddenly at this other place, oh, no. No, they've never sang before across all locations. Like, employees are forced to sing <laughs> half hearted shit. Right? And, like, oh, it's not working. Oh, well, we should have them dance too. And it's like, no, what? you can't just copy what someone else does, right? In this oh. one instance and expect the whole thing to change. Right, exactly. it, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. Like, there's a whole set. Uh, like, you, you know, you can't you even just can't take the system. You got to bring the culture and the people exactly uh, in order to do something like this. Right? Exactly. Like, lean doesn't exist in a vacuum. Yep. No, I uh, I abs- absolutely agree. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I I saw uh, branding is kind of kind of has a similar problem is where people think that it's just oh it's just a it's just a pretty logo it's just. Uh, uh, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, it's just a nice web-looking website. No, it, it's it's you know your culture. It's how you look at things, and you can't just, yeah, no, I yeah, it, it, it's crazy. So t- tell us more about. Um, you said something really, I, I thought, like simple yet really revolution, like not revolutionary, but um, really useful. Um, and that was you suggested to have a map of all your processes when you're uh, like starting to automate something. You want to talk a little bit about mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So, um, I mean, this, this should kind of go like as a no brainer. And I know a lot of marketers do this when developing their funnels, but you should be able to map out your process, like literally mm-hmm. whiteboard, draw squares, right? You don't have to download lucid chart, but if you can't like literally draw squares, uh, and, and, and explain to me how your business operates, like there, there's a problem, right? Yeah. And, and we, you know, we could talk about, oh, you know, certain squares means certain things. We don't need to know that. I, you know, if, if you're able to, you know, say first I do this, then I do this, then I do this, then if it's this way, I do this stuff, but if it's this way, I do this stuff, mm-hmm. right? You should be able to map that out. And that should be enough to produce like uh, enough, um, uh, information to automate your company, mm-hmm. or you should be able to look at that and see, well, actually, hold on. Sometimes when this happens, I go this way, and then you'll start to see where your processes break down, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you map out your processes and then you follow this 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 process map, and, um, you know, you look at all cases, if if something needs to, like, leave this process, right. then your, your process is going to have problems when it's automated. Right, because again, right. you're going to be making you know bad cars at the end of the assembly line. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that's 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 really smart. So you 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 get a client, you then you work you work through exactly what they do, and you try to make sure not just what they do, but how they do it. They try you try to make that better, right? So they can make higher quality cars, and then you go about like that, creating that like the actual software or do you use like a hybrid of like IFTT um, Zapier like what's your what's your plate yeah yeah it so it depends on it's going to depend on the project here right okay let's say for a small project like we could uh, yeah do this with a you know IFTT or, or, or Zapier mm-hmm. right to 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 get it from you know zero to you know partially there mm-hmm. right um, for large projects, we're going to roll this out in phases, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, in you know an agile fashion, and so like we'll you know let's say we'll have you know ten milestones, mm-hmm. right? Uh, milestone one is del- you know is is quote unquote completed. It's it's done. You know the the design, the development. The um, internal, you know, QA testing, and now we validate it against the customer, right? Um, and then, you know, they may have their feedback, right? So, yeah, it works perfectly, or like, no, not quite, mm-hmm. right? And then, is that a question about okay, is it a design problem or a implementation problem, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, you know, this this feels the wrong thing, then, then sure, that's an implementation problem. But if it's a d- design problem then we need to look at, okay, is this in or out of scope, blah, blah, blah. 
Mm-hmm. But um, essentially, then we get the feedback, and then we go, you know, grab their their information or you know, their feedback, and we bring it back to the design process and say, okay, let's redesign this thing. Right? It may not be a full overhaul. Maybe like, oh, we just need to add a step here, or, you know, add a decision thing here, mm-hmm. right? And then you know, we redesign it. We we you know implement the changes. We internal testing, and then we do it against the customer again. And this process will repeat. You know, typically for a milestone, it wouldn't repeat more than three times. If it does repeat more than three times, then we need to have a serious talk with the client because they may like be trying to sneak things in that are out of scope, right? Um, um, but this is you know going back to what you said about like you know people trying to copy certain elements. Uh, cargo cults. What? Yeah. Yeah. I love that agile word. Is, <laughs> agile development or agile work is is a is a, a thing that's very cop very popular to copy. Yep. You know the look of, but not actually like mm-hmm. doing it properly, right? And what people some people think of by agile is like, oh, you know the these guys work in an agile fashion. I could just keep giving them more work, and they'll just work on it. Like, no, 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 that's not that's not how this works. Like <laughs> yeah. things are done in sprints, right? It right. takes two weeks, and then we'll t- look at the next you know batch of stuff. It, it's not just right? working harder; yeah. it's working smarter. Yeah, right. And and there are, there are clients who are like no, no, no. I want to be a part of the you know the daily standup in an agile fashion, and then you know during that daily standup, they'll like tell people no, no, don't work on that, work on this. It's like no, no, no. no. No, that's not how this works. <laughs> we have an icebox for this, right? Like, right. Uh, but people think agile just means mm-hmm. all I have to do is keep adding, you know, adding tasks, and they'll do it. And it's like, no, that's not it's not what's going on here, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Right. I used to work in an agile environment, and well, agile I with do. quotes or without quotes. Uh, it was actually agile. We actually okay. It, it was a little bit of a learning curve getting into it, but like we, mm-hmm. <laughs> thankfully, our team was pretty small, so we kind of like was able to keep right with it, and then like noticing when things were out of scope or not, and was like, nope, can't go in here. Next one, yo. Yep. Yeah. Really having to learn how to put your foot down and just kind of tell the. Uh, upper staff that really wants all this other extra stuff in there like can't do it this on next next sprint <laughs> uh, uh, yeah and, and and there are systems to avoid like those difficult conversations right like yeah. you know we, we set up things internally so that you know our, our customers when they try and add things to sprints like they can see like okay let's not one like you can't add it this week right um but we have a, a dashboard that shows okay if this is like now top of the icebox like the most urgent thing it's going to be worked on next sprint, which means the soonest delivery date is, you know, this kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, allowing your customers the ability to see the impact of their, you know, um, new features, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, again, that's something that can be automated, um, is important. Um, but again, a lot of companies don't do that because when they move to agile, they just think less yes, man everything the customer says yep yeah yeah i know it's it's important to get past those preconceived notions what is like your craziest client story you're willing to share (laughs) like um what do you mean in terms of craziest like um uh like the the most um like, yeah, like the most bizarre instance from like yeah bizarre we're at to actually going to a more automated streamlined yeah said it better than me <laughs> there you go <laughs> um shit i need to think about it <laughs> um uh, sometimes like you get a whole bunch of it's like man this is kind of hard to think on. <laughs> There's a bunch that take the cake. <laughs> kind of like yeah, I I I I don't like not being able to come up with an answer. Um, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> actually, okay, so I'd say one of the things I can't tell you too much details about this, mm-hmm. but um, typically our our design. You know, we like to keep it under a month, right, for large projects, mm-hmm. right? As in, like, let's go through your systems, let's figure out what's going to be a, a better way to do your systems, right? right? Let's get your, your your sign off, then let's, you know, start in less than a month, right? Right. Again, very, very large projects. Like, we, we've been talking about uh, a company with, 
you know, 60, 70 people and they're looking mm. to automate their whole company and we want to do, you know, design this right. in less than a month, right? So if they have, you know, systems, you know, it, it gets a lot easier, like, like oh, here's right. our employee manual, here's our instructions, here's our process map, like, great, this is, this is going to be no problem. Right. In one instance, it was, the, the company had none of this, right? And the more we had calls with them to say, okay, well, what happens if this, or, you know, what do you do in this case, or blah, 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 the more they realized what was missing from their systems, oh, and no. realized, oh, we have a bunch of, like, one-off cases, Right. And so we, we, we started with them, we did like, okay, let's just do a preliminary analysis to see what is the scope we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. It ended up being like three meetings, two hours long, right? Long meetings, wow. right? We okay. ended up with a, a 30-page document that was created during the meetings describing their processes. So I was like, okay, sure, let's, okay, let's do this, right? We, you know, produce a, a you know, rough order of magnitude, right? And say, mm-hmm. okay, this is how much we're going to do for a deposit for the, the design. That's fine, right? They're cool. Yeah, all right, let's do this, right? They, they put the money down for the design. We took five months just hammering out the design, <laughs> right? Oh, and it was because man. every time we get on a call with them, you know, oh, you know, we need to change this stuff and change this stuff because we realize blah, 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 blah. And, oh, we're switching our, you know, payment processor from, you know, this company to these three companies. Oh, no. Okay. So it took, it took like five months, right? Um, and, you know, by the end of it, like, it's a highly dialed in document, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'd say that's probably the worst thing that's happened. <laughs> like, the implementation was fucking easy. It always is. That the right. design is always the difficult piece. But this one took, you know, five months for a design. Right, oh my uh, because goodness. yeah, almost every time they realized, oh yeah, we need to change our our, our processes. So, okay, I, I really wish you would have thought about these things before you talked to us, but you know, <laughs> so the right. the implementation was you know uh, the higher end of the the the, the rough order of magnitude we gave them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we I think we broke even on the design, mm-hmm. right? Which is you know suboptimal, but I'd say that was that was probably like the the craziest thing is like you know five <laughs> times longer than we expected oh, right yeah oh that is that is that is so funny i think the other the other one that was funny and now i think about it is, is sometimes people like they want to get things automated or they mm-hmm. say they want to get things automated you know hey uh, i want to automate the blah 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 part of my business all right cool we work with them to design something they sign off on the design it's yeah it's great Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. You know, let's. We did two weeks here. It's it's perfect. According to you, we implement, and then we go. Okay. Well, you know, you know, uh, we've done this in stages, and at each stage, we said, okay, we've implemented. Please get us feedback. Ideally, in three days. But if it's a week, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But our cutoff is two weeks, right? If you don't get us any feedback within two weeks, I'm gonna assume. It's perfect. <laughs> like, and I will check in with you often if I don't hear from you about that. Right. So we 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 implement the milestones. We ask for feedback. You know, you know, uh, yeah, I'm looking into it, looking at it. Okay, cool. it's all good. It's looking good. I'm like, right, cool. So we we do the next milestone. Same thing. You know, projects delivered, mm-hmm. and then you know we don't hear feedback, and then you know, okay, great. So here's the invoice, right? And then okay, okay. Two weeks later, hey man, was, this is the invoice. And it's like, oh, you know, I was actually looking at the automation. It doesn't do blah blah blah. God, you're 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 eight weeks behind on feedback for the whole project, <laughs> right? That part of the project, you're you're already late six weeks. So that's oh three, no, three months you're behind on that one feature, right? Oh, and now you're telling right. me it's fixing when I've given you the invoice, right? Oh, and those the clients are the why, worst. Is because they didn't. He didn't want to like ask his team to start using the automation, right? Until it was quote unquote perfect. But like it doesn't work. Like yeah, that. that's your not... team needs to needs to confront like the the automation not working for them, right? So that we know what needs to be changed. So he never tested anything, right? And by the time we like went through his like changes with the the the, the delivery, like oh okay great, so I I guess we'll change it because. You know, we, mm-hmm. we really pride on ourselves on our customer service. By the time, like, it, it actually, like, it was quote-unquote perfect, it was very difficult for him to get his team to move to the automation, right? right? Until eventually, like, they just said, oh, you know, let's do something else. 
Right. Crazy. Why would you do that? Like, don't don't sign off on the design. Don't say it's okay, and then not get your team to do it. That defeats the whole point. Comfortable. <laughs> it was crazy, right? Um, yeah, and that's and, like that. The thing is, that is so against like the concepts of agile and lean. Like the whole point is to like is to work like while you, it, like everything's a work in progress. You never get a final. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and what was what was weird about it is like the company had problems, mm-hmm. right? So much so that like we were brought in by a consultant. Well, I, right? I, if that's the um, mentality, I guess they'd be <laughs> exactly. And, like the consultant at one time was like ranting um, to me. He's like, "No, Andrew, you don't understand. Like this is what they did, right?" And and they're talking about spending money on like cosmetic changes to their office. <laughs> oh over, no! Like, systematic improvements. Like, oh, <laughs> they have new flooring in. Oh like, what no! Do you mean, new flooring and and not like cheap like you know sixty nine cents a square foot flooring, but like five dollars a square foot. Oh flooring. no! Like you're paying more for flooring than I would pay for fucking house. Uh, oh, it was no. it was nuts. It's like, what? Why are you are you doing this? Why like, would you do so, that? Yeah, I, and and I I don't I don't like I, I I like to have my clients like do really well. Yeah, well, right? yeah, that's hey, the whole point. You know, yeah, you know, you got some automation. Let's make sure your business does really well, so we can point to you and say, look, this is a great example of of automation. But like mm-hmm. they never implemented the stuff, and I don't know if they're going to be doing really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that is just so. Oh my goodness! Like to go through all. Like the thing is, is that you want to help them, and you're trying to help them, and you spend all this time, you know, getting a plan, getting a system working, and then for them to just like completely ignore you, like that. Uh, yeah, that is that is so infuriating. Here, here's what brought this level to the, this thing to the next level. Right? Oh no. Now, if your business isn't working, mm-hmm. right, you're going to look at what's going on in your business, right? Is it my marketing? Are, are we not landing sales, right? Do we have too much overhead? Like, it, it, right. delivery shit? Like, it's something. You're going to look at the specifics of your business mm-hmm. and what you're doing or not doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this company, like, they, you know, uh, they're, they're looking to automate, and so they, they had issues, and they recognized that there were issues going on. Like, the business wasn't growing or getting as much money as they wanted, right? So, you know, of course, they look at automation. But instead of, you know, uh, like, when, when we're delivering this product, instead of, like, really looking at their business, the owner starts to look at, um, I'm going to describe it as, like, woo-woo stuff, right? <laughs> so, like... You know, really looks into the power of now. Oh no! Or, or oh no! Can grow rich. Like they're really into like no. I just need to like you know uh, uh, desire these things. Oh or, no! Or, or attract them to me. It's like, dude. Uh, yeah, they've you, these, these things have been attracted to you. I'm telling you, this is the fix. Right? Congratulations! You've attracted me to scream at you. Like, just. Just do the stuff I you're paying, right? But it's like, oh, I you know I want to change you know change my mindsets or if I think good things and good things will happen. No, no, no. You need to think that I'm giving you a bunch of money if you just turn the fucking automation on. Oh, that 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 that, I bet that's the same feeling, Doctor. I mean, telling you, Glavin. Uh, with some of his his client is the people he works with it's like the feeling that doctors must get when their patients ignore their advice like excuse me who was the person that went to medical school for you know 10 years and then had like you know thousands of hours of on the field practice and you somehow know better than me like yeah do you have you heard the term asshole no so an asshole is someone who asks for your advice, doesn't do it, and then complains about the results they got from not doing your advice. Oh, that's perfect. I'm going to have to use yep. that. I, I do that, that all the time. <laughs> oh, oh, that's amazing. So what is something... But hold on. Hey. But before we go there, just, just to, to clear, you know, to, to end that thought, right? Mm-hmm. You know, most businesses are run by assholes. And the reason I know this is because if you look at some stats from like McKinsey 
or, 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 or um, what was that, P or KPMG, like these accounting consulting firms, Yeah. what you'll find is that over 90% of consulting reports, like, hey, you know, we paid this company, you know, millions of dollars to, you know, do reports on blah, 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 like, mm-hmm. you know, figure out what's going on with our business or not working well with the business. 90% of them are never read. Never read? Never read. You could you could get away with putting racial slurs in your report, and no one will notice. Wait, is that what they did? Well, I don't. They didn't. They didn't actually. Do that. Because like, that's that'd be, the way to that'd lose be... your job as a consultant, <laughs> right? But ninety percent of them are never read, oh, right? So what this? God. Let me explain how this works. CEO goes to you know McKinsey says, "Hey, we have a problem with our customer retention rate." Okay, let's look into that. McKinsey spends months investigating your processes, your people, your branding, your messaging, your communications, right? Mm-hmm. They put a, uh, together a whole, you know, whole document on how things are currently working, why that doesn't work, and here are the recommendations to improve it to get to a, you know, a new retention rate of blah blah blah, mm-hmm. like an increase of some number, right? Right. CEO says, "Great, thanks. We really, I really appreciate this because this is this is a top priority for it. Right. For us, grabs that report." Goes into his office, throws it in the fucking trash. But so okay, like, do you why? Like, so many questions. But like, do you know why the like they just disregard them because they spend, I I assume, a decent amount of of capital to. I I don't know why, right? Mm -hmm. I wish I knew why. Uh, I think it's it's a combination of a few things, right? So McKinsey will be hired, like, for example, I, I think Pepsi may have hired McKinsey after that, that like, uh, Black Lives Matter, like, ad that they had, with, with, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, this doesn't make sense. Like, you know, why is there backlash for us, right? <laughs> and, and so they'll hire McKinsey to say, oh, you know, internally there's a, a, a culture of complacency, right? Uh, you know, systemic racism, blah, 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 like all that stuff, right? Right. And then... Then the the CEO of Pepsi can go on you know shareholder calls and say you know oh. we're really addressing these problems oh, right I but see. they don't do anything right a, a, oh. you know they want to say hey we're doing these things but they never actually do them so it's knowing the research but never acting on the exactly exactly so it's just, it's just a, a way to protect themselves exactly it's it's like it's a, a PR thing. Right yeah. uh, for you know large corporations. No, no, we're we're doing the work on you know this problem. Like you know, um, uh, United Airlines. Remember when they dragged that guy out of their uh, mm-hmm. their plane? Yeah, uh, they mm-hmm. they must have hired a a you know consulting firm to look into how they need to change their process. They don't need a consulting whether, firm for whether, that. I think it's pretty basic. Of don't drag yeah, people don't out of airplanes. Right? Like, that was an easy one. And they must have produced, a, you know, 150-page reports on, you know, this is where your processes need to change, and this is the changes in culture, and, like, hey, here's the new training stuff. And the CEO must have looked at that and said, okay, cool, thanks. I'll let the shareholders know, and then put it in the trash. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, uh, but, like, what about for, like, do you still see that in non-publicly traded companies? Like... Yes. So, oh yeah. So, do you think it's public traded companies are the worst? Right, but but like in, so do you think it's like what do you think is the cause? Do you think it's like an ego thing? Do you think it's a, I or, or like I wish I knew. Yeah, that... it, it it could be an ego thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I I don't know, right? But this is this is like this stat is confirmed fairly regularly. Right by both consulting companies and independent researchers, I don't know why it happens. Right, uh-huh. I assume that the CEO would like, oh, okay, I'm not going to read it. This is a, a something for the you know marketing to read or right. you know, for operations to read, and then they don't read it because they're saying, oh, we've got our stuff that we're doing in operations. If we need to change, the CEO will, will let us know. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, when when have either of you booked time to review the the document, <gasps> and when have you booked time? to talk to each other and make sure the other person's booked the document and when have you booked time to implement some of these things, right? It's never done, right? So, and and that may be a shortcoming on the part of the consulting company because like, you know, hey, here's your recommendation, right? Mm -hmm. You know, again, if if I'm getting recommended something by someone like, oh, Andrew, you just need to work harder. Like, Andrew, you need to take some time for yourself. Yeah, 
fuck you, bud. Like, right. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you make time out of my day for me? Then, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll take some time off if you, like, manage the other stuff for me, right? Right. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of consulting companies are not really concerned about the implementation or the execution uh-huh. of the recommendations, just the recommendation, right? Uh-huh. And I think there's a disconnect there. It's like, oh, you know, we actually really need to implement these stuff for the company and not just, like, give them a recommendation. Right. Right. I, I, I remember I, I was talking to this one guy. This one, like, you know, we, we were considering bringing him on for a marketing position in, in our company, right? Mm-hmm. He was a consultant, a marketing consultant, right? And, and we're talking, and he's talking about, like, doing performance-based work, right? I'm like, cool, yeah, that's really good, right? And, like, I don't charge hour, I charge by performance. I'm like, all right, what's the performance metric? Because oh, well, uh, you'll pay me when I deliver the recommendations. Because I'm not fucking interested in your recommendations, right? <laughs> I'll pay you when we get more business from it. Right. Because, yeah, but I don't want to be responsible for the implementation. I'm like, well, that's always the disconnect between like, the doers <laughs> and the recommenders. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I, I, I recommended you the right shit. Like, I don't know. I, I meme on Ty Lopez all the time. Ty <laughs> Lopez recommended you crypto. He didn't fucking buy my Bitcoin for me, did he? Right, right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I yeah, it an idea or, or an implementation scheme it's worthless just as an idea right and yeah. I, I, th- I think we can easily get trapped into the, the whole idea of knowledge is good in that of itself but at the end of the day what th- what's the point of knowing something if you don't if it's not actionable if you don't act on it if you don't if it doesn't or, change or if, it's not, if it's not actioned properly either yeah yeah or, right. or implemented properly exactly yeah. Like, how many people do you know, like, know that social media is the right thing to do, but post, like, bullshit on their Facebook? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh... Congratulations. You're, you're doing it, I guess. You're not doing <laughs> it well. Right? And the recommendation might be, like, oh, produce content that's going to be really relevant to your audience. Super. Yeah. I'm just going to write a post that says super relevant content, and then all of my audience is going to like it. Right? <laughs> uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that you're absolutely right. Uh, So good, Um, yeah. To so, what is? I I guess it is a you kind of answered it, but are there any other areas that people get wrong about automation that that we haven't covered? Yeah, I think most areas people get wrong about automation, right? Um, And like typically, people like when they come to us, they say, "I want this process." automated right mm-hmm. um and we'll talk to them like yeah okay we could pro- we, we could automate that process um but then we'll talk to them about some of the other parts of their business and often we'll get yeah but that really can't be automated right <laughs> and i love hearing that because like the next thing i want to say is fuck you right <laughs> it's like watch, watch me automate that part of your business right. like literally i will design that part of your business like for automation on this call right the fuck now right? um <laughs> Like uh, I love you know, that. With, with, typically, with old school businesses, like they'll say that a lot, right? So facilities, for example, like facilities, there's a lot of maintenance, right? Mm-hmm. And this is done in this old school way. Like, let's you know, someone will call me when they need something fixed in, in the company, right? And I guess that makes sense. But this, the problem with this is facility guys working in facilities, guys, girls working in facilities, you know, will um, often feel completely overwhelmed working twelve hour days fixing things to keep the company moving. Right, and mm-hmm. they'll say, "Oh, we can't automate anything because we have to go to all these locations." He goes, "Well, that's not true. We one, we can automate your ticket intake, right? Like, if right. something's broken, is it a red, or is it a yellow, or is it a green? Like, you know, yep. oh, my uh, my chair is squeaky, is it green? But the oh, the 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 one forklift we have is broken. That's a red, right? Yeah. And and if it's a red, then we don't need to wait to figure out like, oh, you know, who should we send? It's whoever can fix it and the answer is right the fuck now so we can very quickly look at who's on the facilities team identify who has forklift repairs in 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 their past work and immediately send them without ever having to talk to like a a facilities manager or dispatch right then often they'll talk about like scheduling certain maintenance things right And, and you know oh we need to you know um schedule it for when it's going to work for you know the the affected parties and potentially a contractor right like because this contractor is mm-hmm. coming in to fix, you know do maintenance it's okay but you can automatically ask the the affected parties when they're not available for this 
right? Like that's that's a text message automation. Hey, so and so, we need to fix. You know, uh, we need to do maintenance on you know asset X. You know, in week starting here, ending here. You know, what days don't work for you? They reply via text message. It gets parsed, gets logged, and then immediately a text gets sent to the contractor. Hey, contractor, we have this day, this day, this day at these times that are available to do maintenance on XYZ. When can you come in? That is... They reply with some day, then it's put in the calendar and email is sent out to everyone. That and there's amazing. no need for a fucking like phone call or a facilities manager to figure out anything. That's Oh, oh I love that so much. Oh, that makes me so happy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But, uh, up to here, like most most facilities or maintenance work in general, like people have the assumption because it's not assembly line work, right? Mm -hmm. It can't be automated because it requires someone to try and figure it out. Right. Sure, yeah. I, I agree for the most part it requires someone to look at the thing they're maintaining, right? Mm -hmm. We're not at the point where, you know, automation can do diagnostics. Right, but all the stuff around it, everything from invoicing to scheduling to like, uh, you know, communicating, all that's automatable, mm -hmm, right? Yeah. So anything that isn't having a human being show up at a physical location to like figure something out and implement something is automatable, right? Every communication, every scheduling, every request, every updates, you know, uh, every 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 time you need to like prioritize. It's automatable. Wow, that, that that's just that, that makes me so happy. I, I mean, I, I love automation so much, and uh, yeah, wow, that is that is so cool. Well, I, I think I feel yeah, like we're nice how you can just break down like something that's complex into like smaller parts that maybe not necessarily the part directly, but like the parts that lead up to it or after. So like you were saying, like you know, you may not be able to automate the actual maintenance part itself of fixing the machine but like setting up the call the scheduling like that's all super awesome stuff that even and i know that from doing this at work like even just being able to take out just a little piece here and there mm -hmm. from your daily job can help so much just freeing up time and yep. just overhead that you just don't have to mess around with anymore yeah what people don't realize is like there's the there's the thing that they do and then there's the stuff for that thing that they do right so if we look at sales let's say you have a sales call and sales calls takes an hour right there's yeah. the things about the sales call like prepping for the sales call who's the company what are we talking about you know how did they get it scheduled for that time and then there's stuff after the sales call like sending out emails or you know sending them information or you know if it's a sale then let's send them a, a contract right or an invoice right all of that stuff typically takes a lot of you know say a salesperson's time right mm -hmm. but it shouldn't because the only thing you really need the salesperson for is getting on the call with the client talking to them making them feel good then the rest of the stuff can be done by software yeah wow that's uh, i i feel like i, I, could, I could we could talk about this for a whole lot longer there's so much more um but we're, we're running out of time here um so is there any uh Anything you want to plug, like any resources, um, or, or social media, social media. Yeah, I mean, I think go to, go to my website. It's uh, etherautomation.com, right? Wait, um, wait how do you again, spell that? Looking to, yeah, thank you. It's <laughs> a e t h e r automation.com. Oh, right? ether. Okay, okay. Yeah, ether. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's. Um, I don't know if you've seen. Um, uh, that one uh, Thor, the first Thor, or maybe the second Thor movie, where the like one of the Infinity oh yeah yeah that, that like, one yeah yeah you know Ether A E T H E R okay oh, I'll put a link in the show notes sure are you just out of curiosity are you in Portland um yes I am in the Portland Beaverton area yeah yeah okay I just see you went to the website. <laughs> very fun very nice so this, this is the one of the benefits beneficial things like great you know if you're in in the ecosystem where you know we can now know like what do we what's the best thing to send you right is... like oh, okay you've checked out the website how many times what do you look at blah blah blah, blah. all oh, this again it's and automated. It has a little chat portal that pops up so i assume you talk to a bot obviously and then well so try it talk talk to that chat portal Okay, okay, I'll, I'll just say just browsing. Okay. okay, well, just browsing, yeah, that one's not going to do anything. But, 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 okay. uh, tell you what, let me, uh, you're, you're still online right there, right? Right. 
no, are you still you're still online? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm still I'm on the on the little portal thing. All right. Okay. So that's, um, that portal thing, right? It, it's a bot to a certain extent, right? So okay. again, surprise, surprise, we've set up some automation so mm -hmm. that certain behaviors will forward it to a human, or I could just at any moment, you know, override that, uh... right? Oh, that uh, is so you're just cool. browsing. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna take that over and say hello. Oh, wow. That, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, wow. So that's incredible. Well, you know, so this what this lets us do is like, okay. So you know, some people like they're gonna want the automated experience, but at any point, if like you're a you know. You know, you've come back to the site six times. You've liked us on 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 Facebook. Like, you know, you haven't mm -hmm. given us your, your information yet. Like, you know, maybe a, a phone number or email. But I, I could talk to you. Like, hey, you know what? You know, uh, is there anything I could do? Do you need any any information that's not available on our social media or website, right? Oh. Um, and we're able to you know set that up or, or you know automate it or not automate it and just redirect it to a human. Oh, that is that is so oh my goodness wow okay well yeah definitely check check out this site this is this is incredible um and uh yeah don't also uh we have started a spinoff podcast called space roots where we talk to um ceos scientists engineers are working in space trying to democratize space and uh hopefully get us closer to to actually um yeah Going places, which moon be bases, moon so bases, Woo! Oh, just I, space in general. I had, I had these incredible conversations with guys talking about like, um, oh, what was it? We we talked about um, using um, moon dust for processors, so you'd be able to make like CPUs and stuff from the silicon and moon dust, and have like a whole manufacturing. Super cool. Check check them out, um, and then also you know follow us on, tw or on Twitter. Uh, YouTube, um, yeah, yeah. So check us out. Follow and wherever us wherever podcasts are provided. Exactly. So follow <laughs> us. Um, and no matter what project you're working on, where you're at, remember to keep things janky to the max. <laughs> <laughs>